yeah, yeah, it's Unfiltered Friday. We are ready to go. Ja and those Memphis Grizzlies did not pull off a win versus those Warriors and Steph and those Splash Bros. That's something to debate. Did Draymond get ejected? He, he got ejected. Was it justified for him to get ejected? We debate that. Ian, injuries. Are they a result of a bad offseason? I believe so. Coach Kevin Moses, the GOAT thing. So that's something to debate. Ian, speaking of Kevin Moses, my one-on-one exclusive interview with Coach Kevin Moses, the GOAT. That's all next right here with Shabai and Kobe on Filter. I'm a little under the weather, but I'm here because I care. Let's go. Fired up for the second round matchup. The stars of Golden State against this young but very talented Grizzlies team. Leveling up, call who you want, they ain't messing with us. You hear that do do do, you better duck be a little too late or you'll be out of luck. Clark inside is fouled, and they're going to look at that one. Throw him out. That's the chance to <laughs> Yeah, That is a huge call. Both teams right now knocking down big shots. And what a game one for this series. These teams throwing haymakers at each other here in the fourth. Who said it was going up? Can't take it off blowing up. And the Warriors back up by one. 3.6 remaining. Moran on the drive. Scoop layup. No good. It's over. Golden State holds on and wins game one. What a thriller here in Memphis. What to do, everybody? Welcome into Shamai. And Shamai Kobe and Adrian unfiltered. Adrian holds it off. Kobe Washington stepping his mouth with some French fries. I know that's right. Burger King or something. I'm getting that. That's Popeyes. Oh no no, he's in Georgia. He got good. It's uh, it's checkers. This is a this is a southern thing, you know. Well, I'll be down there a couple 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 uh couple months to enjoy the food with you down south. I'm gonna be in North Carolina. Central University. And, and, I'm, and I'm still, I'm still gonna be here. I'm still you're be still here gonna be in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all leaving me. Yeah, it's it's okay. We gotta move on. But excuse me, if I th- sound under the weather, there's like a cold going on. I don't know where, like what's going on. But excuse me if I sound under the weather. I try to sign my best for the show and then for the interview I had this week with Coach Mo. That's gonna be later in the show. But can we get into John Morant? Losing to Stephen Curry despite Draymond Green being out. John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies have shown that they can finish fourth quarters this postseason. While the Stephen while the Stephen Curry Golden State Warriors have been doing this for years with championships to prove it. Clay Thompson hit a goal ahead three-pointer with 36 seconds left in the Warriors overcame Draymond Green's first half ejection to edge the Grizzlies 117-116 on Sunday night in game one of the Western Conference semifinals. Mr. Washington, did Draymond Green deserve to get ejected? Yeah, I mean, he he blatantly slapped him in the face. Like, come on, man. He deserved to get ejected. He knows he deserved to get ejected. I mean... Yeah, at first glance, it didn't really look like our foul, but I mean, anytime you hit somebody in the face, it's an automatic ejection. So he hit him in the face. I'm pretty sure he didn't mean to do it, which I'm, which I'm guessing he didn't mean to do it. But he he ended up hitting him in the face, and that warranted the ejection. So yeah, he deserved to get ejected. Like I said, he hit him in the face. It's just that simple. It wasn't like he tried to, you know, be a dirty player and like. You know, like your guy him. LeBron. Better hurt him, but hey, 
Go ahead, uh, Adrian. I mean, yeah, Kobe has a point. I mean, if you do hit someone, you're automatically ejected. I don't think he meant it on purpose. And he tweeted later that night saying he's been ejected for worse. So he's kind of fighting that he shouldn't have been ejected. But and I, I do agree. I don't think he meant to do it on purpose, but I do think he I do think he deserved to get ejected. Raymond has a a, a reputation of getting ejected in free. First of all, he did not get deserve this. The M- I feel like the NBA was trying to send a message that doesn't matter what team you're on, what name is on the back of your jersey, you have to every player has to follow the rules. We learned that with LeBron when he uh made the guy uh, on Detroit bleed out on purpose. We saw that earlier this season, right? The league Nice subliminal shot that didn't work. <laughs> huh? What do you say? Nice, nice little subliminal shot that didn't work. It, it, what do you mean it didn't work? It's the truth. It, it wasn't the truth. It didn't work. Okay. In the end, he got suspended for a couple of games. But Draymond's going to be back for game. A game. Huh? For, okay, yes, a game. game. Draymond, Draymond got kicked out for the rest of the game. Draymond's going to be back for game two. The league, I think what the league did to try to protect players which is a great thing. Uh, Draymond does have a resume of very, uh, I wouldn't say ac- accidental. No, wait, I wouldn't say on purpose, but. Poor Stephen not- Adams. Poor Stephen Adams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I you know, you know what I'm getting to. Stephen Adams. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and that actually affected the Warriors. The Warriors kind of won that, that, those, that, those finals if Draymond was in because of that. Listen, the uh, the I Warriors, would. huh? What you say? They wouldn't have. Okay, here we go. But that's that's that's, that's neither here nor there. The Warriors. I'm just say this. I'm gonna just say this. He scored. He scored 41 when he wasn't there, and then he scored 41 again when he was there. Let's we'll just leave it as that. If the Warriors would have lost this game, everybody would have been talking about that. It was because of his absence, but they didn't. They didn't uh, lose. They won by a dagger. It, w- it was a great game. But the question I have for Colby, especially, will this be a seven-game series? Yeah, this is gonna be. This is going seven. This is going seven. Um, both teams by the first game, even though Draymond got ejected. You can tell that these teams are going to go back and forth throughout this series. Now, do I think the Warriors are going to win this series? Yeah, I can see their championship experience, you know, kicking in down the line in the series, you know, most and probably be able to close this thing out in six. But um, if they, I feel like if they let it go to a game seven, the Grizzlies can definitely win, especially with the home court advantage. Um, but, yeah, I do think this – I do think this series could go. I do think this series could go seven games, but I'm a but I'm gonna stay on the safe side and say Warriors in six. But I wouldn't be surprised if this does go to a seven game series. Adrian, I mean, Kobe, you took the words out of the mouth for the last paragraph. I said I can definitely see it going to seven, but I <clears throat> I see Warriors in six. I mean, I will say because of the experience they have in the playoffs, and Memphis is a relatively young team. But the Warriors, they've been here before. They know how they know what to do. They know 
they know what it takes. So I this definitely can be a seven game series, but I do see Warriors either winning it winning it in six or seven. Well, I I've been saying this from the beginning from the get go. Warriors are going to the finals. Warriors in five. All right, coming up. Are injuries a result of a bad offseason? The GOAT Kevin, Coach Kevin Moses agreed with that statement that they are. We're going to debate that next. What up, Bill Turn up the music. Turn down the lights. All right, we're back. Uh, injuries have flooded the, the world of sports recently, especially in the NBA, with players like Anthony Davis, Chris Paul, and Kobe's favorite player, LeBron James. Continuing to get injured through the, the past couple of seasons, this has people, including myself, wondering what are they doing in the offseason? I recently said to, to legendary high school coach Kevin Moses, uh, my favorite statement on this on, that I have been preaching for about a year preaching that is, uh, injury, injuries happen because of a bad offseason. Ain't nobody saying preach. And, 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 and here's what he said. Take a look. I, I have been vocal on this show many a times that Injuries happen because of a bad off season. When it's, yes, when it's, when I it's, agree. When it's, all right, so you hold, you heard the goat's response. And, well, a goat, not the goat. The goat is Tom Brady and and uh, Michael Jordan. Andrew, what's your response to Cosmo's response? Um, to you know, Kobe and I have said that we do agree with your statement partially. Injuries can happen because of bad off season. You said it yourself. You've seen it firsthand. But that is not always the case. Injuries are freak accidents. They're, you cannot control it when your human body is strained. You can't control if you break your leg. There's no amount of there's no lot of leg leg exercises you can do to prevent your leg from getting hurt. There's no amount of ankle exercises you can do from preventing your ankle from getting broken. Look at Dak Prescott. There's nothing you can do to prevent those type of injuries from happening. There are injuries that you can try to prevent. You can try to prevent any injury you can, but at a moment, say if you fall wrong in basketball, say if people fall fall on top of you in um, football, you can get injured, and that's not your fault. KW, I like the KW. I got nothing to say. Adrian, you took the you took the icing right off the cake. That's literally what we've been saying. Like I said, Adrian, with Shamai here, it just goes in one ear and out the other because he just wants to be, he wants to try to be right all the time. Listen. But hey, it's whatever. Like we said, yes, there are injuries that can happen as a result of a bad offseason. I've seen it because I played sports. I played basketball. I've seen it. Still but at the same time, there are injuries, like Adrian said, that you cannot control. You cannot control your leg getting pushed in a different way by a heavier force. We are not machines. We are not machines, Shamai. We are not perfect. Yes, a good offseason can probably help you limit 
the amount of injuries you get, but it's not going to help you just be injury free all the damn time. You cannot control when your ligament decides to tear. You cannot control if somebody steps under your foot and your foot can't land straight and it gets twisted. You can't control that. That is just freak accidents. We've seen it multiple times. Yeah, Shamad, like, are you really telling me? Actually, I'm not going to answer that question because I know what Shamad's going to say. But look at Gordon Hayward a couple years ago when he played for the Celtics. Exactly. There is no way he can control that from happening. Your, that quarter, some- your quarterback, Dak Prescott, is an example. His foot got pushed a different direction from his body. That is a heavier force pushing his body, a certain part of his body, a different direction. He can't control that. You can't control that. That happens. Are you telling me that his if he had had a good offseason, done foot workouts every day, he would have been strong enough to hold back a 300-pound player? He must didn't do the hips. He must have didn't do the hips exercise enough before the games. You know how he does the hip exercise. Oh, that's black. Oh, I'm Listen. not gonna say it because I'm I'm happy for Jamal, but how does man get into college with answers like that? Wow. <laughs> wow. How, wow. That, how, how dare you? How, how dare congratulations, Jamal. But that, okay. did you guys watch the documentary? Yes. Okay. Congratulations, Jamal. But ain't so much. no way. They want no way they watching this me like mm, we want this kid here. Mm, oh yeah, we, we, we want now, that. Listen, this weekend has been great. I got a, a Connecticut legendary reporter watching the show, Dennis House. So listen, hey, 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 wait, ask, hey, get him on the show and ask him what he thinks. Ask him what he thinks. And if I'll he don't agree with you, I know somebody ain't never gonna ask him back. I'll, I'll see I'll see him, I'll see him on Sunday because I uh, I ref his uh, his son's uh, football games every Sunday. So I'll see him Sunday. Oh, it's my oh. problem. The most unfair. Oh, ref. I am a great referee. No, Trust that me. means you're Listen, bad you know why? Oh, you know why? Because I'm, I am only 18 years old, and I'm and I'm white hatting a ref. That you know, a white hat is the head ref, so who handles the clock and uh, who makes the final decisions. I am the white hat when I'm when, when I have actual referees who are trained. Well, I'm trained too, but who have doing it longer than me. I'm bossing them around. So, listen, I, I, I'm a W ref, but in the end, back to this, I'll, I'll, I, I said this once. I'll say it again. No, you said this more than once. Well, Don't even. No, no. Don't. I said this on multiple occasions, and I'll say it again. How about that? I, myself included, have seen it firsthand. Cats think that they're... All that in a bag of chips. They lie, gag. Said, uh, here we go again. And just say you know, this. The gag. It's going to explain exactly what we just said. Here we go. I, 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 I'm just making sure you understand because. There we go. We understood since the point we brought up. Like we're, we said, yeah, it goes we, we, in one ear and out the other with you. So thing, we're not going to entertain or listen to your little soliloquy you that you're trying to perform here because you're just repeating literally what we just said. Here we go to the commercial. Coming up, my exclusive interview. words. Coming up, my exclusive interview with the legendary coach, Kevin Moses, right after this. 
you know, one day he's going to see that we're right. One day. Shemaiah's never said you guys were gonna, wrong. No, I Adrian, you know what's going to take? Adrian, you know what's going to take? It's going to take for him to break one of his, one of his, um, Fucking limbs. That's what it's gonna take. It's gonna take him one. It's gonna take. You know what? It's gonna take him to break his limbs. Like he's just gonna have to break his leg for him to understand or something. You know, you know, like break his leg or his wrist one day to understand. You know what, bro? Though I don't work out. I hey, so I broke my I wrist. Be, that is that is not true. You you I don't play work football. Out. I don't you, work you, out. Like you you play football. You got you got you. Got, you have, I remember Jaboki and, and Jazz Smart. That that fits when you gotta get staples in your. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like tell that, me, either. tell me, I can prevent that with a good all season. I get a rusted. I you're telling me if I did enough head workouts, yep. if I didn't get, yep. if I got that fence, my head wouldn't have cracked in half. Are you saying that? Yep. That's blasphemous. You know it. That's blasphemous. That is so blasphemous, Ryan. That's the most blasphemous thing I've Adrian, ever. Heard. I don't know why you're still entertaining him. Stop it. Oh my Stop. God. Well, we have no idea. So I, I, I played we like recess in a middle school. We ha- like there was like this small field, right? And no one knows why, but there are two games happening at once. I caught the ball, and someone pushed me into a rusted fence. And I, and let's source. Long story short, I had to get staples in my head. Yep, and guess what? Adrian, I grew up playing tackle football without pads. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. It, it happens, but Shemai is like, oh, if you had done that, if you had, if you had a good offseason, oh, that, that would have never happened. Just say it. Yeah, and, you know, we're kids. We're supposed to have a great offseason. You know, we're just playing tackle football. We're just playing, you know, we're just playing tackle football whenever we decide to go outside. And who said we go outside every day? You know, we're just supposed to have a good offseason. You know, we got to train. We got to train for some tackle train. football. We got to run. We got to run. We got to run. No, no official, no official field. Just this is the touchdown area. This is your touchdown area. Four downs. Coming up, my exclusive interview with Coach Kevin Moses of Bloomville High School. Right after this, in the last take. guest today has been a part of the Bloomfield High School Athletic Department for over three decades as a player and as a coach. During his journey, he has won nine state CIAC Class S football championships and has helped coach the 2017 Bloomfield High School boys basketball team Class S runner-up. He's recently won the CIAC Boys Division Four Championship as the head coach to get his 10th championship ring. Please welcome back to Unfiltered, Coach Kevin Moses. Coach Mel, welcome yes. to the show. How Thank you doing? Everybody. Welcome How to Unfiltered. Man. Welcome back. How are you feeling? Feeling good, man. It's good to be back. Uh, I really enjoyed the last interview that we did yeah. and uh i had fun and uh looking forward to doing this one with you well first of all i want to congratulate you Thank on you. 30 years in your frat 34 over yeah. 30 years mm-hmm. in your q sci-fi fraternity incorporated yes sir Thank how you, does man. that feel that's a great fraternity man I think you uh-huh. uh it feels great 34 years of service uh to the community yeah uh 34 years of just taking care of business, you know, me working here 25 plus, 
and just giving back to the community is what it's all about. And 34 years is an accomplishment. Of course, of yeah. course. So you recently this won another state championship against your 10th ring. Yes. Uh, as well, both as a player yep. and as a coach. Yeah. Yep. How did that feel? You know, you guys, this is a young roster you had. Yes. It's very young. So how, how did, did you, going into the season, did you think you're going to go to the chip? Well, you know, a lot of people felt that we, we weren't going to go very far because of the youth. Okay. But the youth that I had were very good. Yeah. You know, Caden Smith, Jay Sean Williams. You know, I had Davion and Davion Kerr. Yeah. Those guys, you know, sophomores. And the first two guys I mentioned, Jay Sean and Caden is freshmen, but they're seasoned. And they were very, very good athletes. They played basketball all year round. And, you know, Jay Sean has worked with numerous of high profile former athletes okay. from a colleague like Doug Wiggins and uh, Kendrick Moore, who played at Hartford High in Missouri. Doug Wiggins played at UConn and um, very good ball player. So, you know, that came abroad into the season and we just gelled. We gelled. I knew we had something special when we went 10 and up. We started the season on 10 and up and it was just. So you mentioned 10, you mentioned Jay Sean. Jay Sean. It's a freshman. freshman. He averaged 20 points a game. Yes. How, like, you have been coaching for over 20, 20 to 30 years. Yeah. Did you see something, like, was he coming into the season, like, saying, I'm hungry, I want to get a championship. Yeah. I, I, I think I can lead this team. Mm-hmm. How, did that, how did that affect the locker room? How did that affect how seniors like Dallas Rose or Lake McLean, mm-hmm. how did that affect them in the locker room? It, it affected him in a positive way. You know, we only had three actual seniors in Shane Bell, uh-huh. Dallas Rose, and Lake McLean. You know, at first, it was a little rocky. Okay. You know, you know how it is, you know, tradition of, you know, freshmen coming in. You very rarely see freshmen coming in starting varsity. That is true, yeah. Especially here at the Yep. And uh, playing with Lake, Dallas, and Shane, it, like I said, it was rocky at first, but then as the season went on, it started to gel. Started chemistry caused the build. Yep, and it started to build, and they knew how each other played. So that helped, too. Dallas Rose, Shane Bell, and Lake McLean were very helpful towards the first. You, beca- you became the first black head coach yes. to coach the boys' basketball team here at Boonville High to a championship. Yes. Did you know that going into? The I did not know that going, into, going into the season. I did not know that at all. Uh, a couple of friends of mine who I grew up with, with uh, high school here, with mentioned that to me. This was after, actually, after the championship game. Yeah. They mentioned that. They said, "You know, you're the first black coach to win a state championship." I was like, "Wow, that's something. It's amazing." Felt good, man. Felt good. Uh, let's go into football. Okay. Okay. Um, we went. I was part. I yes, was just started yeah. of the boys' football team. Mm-hmm. Um, this year we went back to back to championship. It's the same place. Yeah. Same uniform. Same everything. Yeah. And lost again. Yeah. Why do you believe that we lost? Do you think the game plan wasn't right? Do you think coaching? 
players. The, the game plan, we had a perfect game plan. We had, we felt that you guys were ready to play. I personally feel the reason why, you know, prior to the game, prior to that week, we were trying to get the game not at Trumbull because yeah. why would, you know, it was us, Windsor, yeah. why couldn't we play at New Britain? We played at New Britain 2015, 2018, 18. we won both games. Supposed to be a neutral site. Twins had got hurt third play of the game. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And he was a vital part of the game plan. And when we if he went down, we had to readjust the game plan. Um, me being in the booth, I really could not see. I can hear what was going on, but I couldn't see what was going on. Uh, it happened two years in a row. Early in the game, we lost two players. Yeah. Uh, the year before this season, we lost Brandon Bish. Yep. And this year we lost Davian Kerr. And both years, two key players. So do you think it's that field? Do you think it's that arena? That that and, that, that feeling of that field? Is it car is it like a curse or something? I think so. You think it's a curse because we wore the same uniform? Same I really thing. think it's a curse. But but to to be honest, don't you think we were the better team? Don't oh, you absolutely. think don't you think so? What I think personally, sorry to cut you yeah, off. Uh-huh. I think at some point in the game, they wanted it more. Oh, okay. Cromwell wanted it more. You can, you can see, like, at, like I said, after Davion got hurt, the kids kind of lost the edge. Okay. That was the key. And it's hard. And we haven't been down, as you know. Yep. We have not been down throughout the season. That is We've true. We've been up. And well, well, don't forget about New Fairfield. We were down. We were down. Yes. Thank you. We were down New Fairfield. That was the the, the uh, semis. Yes, semifinals. We were down, and you know the kids fought, and we fought back, and we won that game. So you know, in a championship game, like you said, I think I, I didn't feel good going to Trumbull, but you know, dealing with adversity, we have to learn how to deal with adversity, and I don't think. We brought it after Davion. Davion went down. You know, you could see the demeanor. Everybody's head was down. And this is the middle of the yeah. corner. Yeah. Everybody's head was down. So, you know, and I think that played a part in the basketball, in the basketball championship. Okay. Shane Bell, Dallas Rose, Howard Simpson um, came from that basketball, from that football team. And they said it from jump. That they wanted to win. We we're going to win a championship in basketball. We had a chance to play Cromwell, but Cromwell lost in the semis to Grant. Yeah, I, I remember that. It was going to be payback for. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, can we go into some hot topics in sports? Are yeah. you okay with that, yeah, yeah. Kyrie Irving? Oh, I, uh, like this brother does not want is selfish to Kevin Durant, who I believe not currently, but was the best player in the world. Yeah. How do you feel about him not showing up for work? Kyrie took COVID vaccine. Kyrie, I find him to be very weird. (laughs) I don't understand. I mean, you're making millions and millions of dollars, and your job is to play basketball. Your job is to win games. You're getting paid to win games. And if you 
take it upon yourself. Well, I'm not going to play because, you know, I don't want to go through the protocol of getting vaccinated or getting this or getting that. That's not right. That's being selfish in my Yeah. I, being very I, I've been very upfront with that in yes. the show. Yeah. And it, I believe it's selfish because I said, if I, if here, if, if I, because I knew we had a, a potential to go to the championship. So yep. that's why I came out of retirement. Yes. You, right. Yeah. So that. Yep. I said that if I know we didn't have a max a mandate for the vaccine, but I said, if we did, I would have done because it's a sacrifice. It's about a sacrifice that you want to do for your teammates. Yep. And it's kind of, like you said, it is kind of selfish. For him it to do was that. selfish for him to do that and to put all the pressure on KD, Kevin Durant, yep. and the rest of his team, teammates. And, you know, when Kyrie did play, you can see the difference. And I felt, you know, if he had played those games that he didn't play, they may have been in a different seating. Yeah, in the Eastern Conference, that is true. They yep. may have had more home court advantage if he had played in those games and, instead of him. And James out. Harden would still be in Brooklyn. James Harden still be in Brooklyn, right? He would not be in Philadelphia. Uh last question. Yeah, got your tenth rank. Yeah, been here for a long time. Yep. You're tired. Yes, I'm very tired. Is it time to retire? Well, I'm kind of. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, this conversation has come up quite a bit with my wife and I. I've talked to her about it. You know, she wants me to step down. Uh, I come home from practice during the football season. I'm exhausted. I come home from basketball practice, even though, you know, I'm the head coach in basketball. But still, you know, I dictate the practices, what we do and everything. But coming home, I, bar- I park my car in the driveway, Shemai, I sit in the car. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I still doing this? I'm older now. I'll be 57 in January. I'm physically tired, mentally tired. And it's on the table. It is on the table. You're the first to hear this. It's on the table. Um, this will come up again in later this summer. I'm going to talk to my wife my son and daughter and make a decision there. Well, that was a great interview. Coach Bo, thank you so much for your time. Uh, that was, I got more interviews to come, hopefully. Uh, guys, what a show. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Uh, remember, the action never stops. And peace out. See y'all later.